back to Elevated Frequencies reading segment. This is your host, Sherry, also known as Shy, of Elevated Frequencies, available on Instagram, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, and more platforms. We are continuing the reading of The Way Back Home by Courtney Peppernell, the reading of Chapter 5. resilience. Excuse me as I am dealing with congestion. However, I'm unstoppable. The Way Back Home is a story of your strength and how it can be rebuilt. When a dark storm settled upon the earth, you lost many things. Your hope, your strength, yourself. One day, in the middle of the darkness, you meet a spirit Wash from the ocean onto the shore, the spirit hands you a key. It is time to find the way back home. Returning with her newest poetry book, beloved poet Courtney Papinell combines storytelling, poetry, and prose in a uniquely inspirational way. Filled with heartfelt anecdotes and insightful messages, the way back home is a tribute to rebuilding our lives after loss. Divided into sections that draw on themes of courage, resilience, purpose, and hope. The collection has Peppernell once again walking us through a redemptive journey of the heart, mind, and soul. Discover what it means to continue forward in life despite all the challenges we face to find the way back home. Again, this is chapter five, find resilience. At this time, you should be somewhere comfortable. If you're not, and you're driving in your car, or on the bus, or on the train, it's just as suitable and convenient. Find yourself just at a place where you can enjoy and have a moment of relaxation. Inhale. Exhale, and I will begin reading now. If you take but a moment today to think about all the miles you have come and all the work you've done, may you remind yourself of this. You are still standing. Even after someone tried to hammer the life right out of you, you are still breathing. Even after someone tried to knock the wind right out of your lungs, you are still smiling, dreaming, and living. Even after someone tried to run away with all of your reasons to be resilient, you are still opening the windows and letting the sunlight in. Even after someone tried to steal your hope. It took years to find your way back, but maybe it doesn't matter that we drifted away from each other that we lost sight of what life was like with the other, that we lost being us. The most important thing is that, even after everything, we eventually found our way back to each other. I don't know how else to tell you that you will never stop learning about who you are and all the things you can do. All the growing and the changing doesn't stop in your 20s. 
it carries on in your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, always just on and on. And in this time, you will say goodbye to many versions of yourself. You will bury them deep and cry for them, and then rejoice when finding the newer versions of you. This is what it means to be human, always changing, always evolving, and still here through it all. Growth is not an isolated thing. When you water one plant, the soil benefits too. When you oil the motor, all the other gears turn on. When you repair the wing, the whole bird flies. Often, when you sit with your mind, your heart arrives and sits too. And together, you convince your soul there is something truly extraordinary about being you. In a group one day sat five people and their teacher. It was a warm day, the sky dotted with cotton candy but glistening. A beautiful October day. The teacher took a book from her bag, held it up in front of the group, and told them to pass it around in a circle. So the first person to take the book passed it to the person on their left, and then that person passed it to their left too, and so on and so forth until the book made its way around the circle. The teacher asked the group if the book was heavy, and the group shook their heads. Of course, the book was not heavy. The teacher agreed. It is easily passed from one person to the next with very little effort. She looked at the first person once more, this time instructing them to hold the book above their head. Hold on to it for a while, the teacher said. Don't let go. After a while, the person grew tired. Can I let this go now, they asked. It's getting heavy. I don't think I can hold it for much longer. Yes, replied the teacher. The longer you hold the book above your head, the more exhausted you become, the heavier it feels. This is the same as all the things that keep you up at night. The longer you shoulder the weight of the world on your shoulders, the more exhausted you become and the less strength you have. The truth of what it means to carry on lies in the way we let go of the things we cannot control. For all the apologies you have given, for the things that didn't need an apology, for all the nights you have looked in the mirror and struggled with your body, for all the moments you have broken and cried with your whole aching heart, for all the reasons you believe you don't deserve another day and chance to start, know that I have been looking for you hoping you are loved, wanting you to thrive, for when you are believed in, you fly, and when you are loved, you survive. Perhaps if we saw life for what it really was, there would be less time filled with dread and more time to breathe and pause. For the truth of life is quite simply said, even on the days when we are met with struggle and unable to predict the moments ahead, for all the times we fall, crash, and fumble, there is always light at the end of the tunnel. A few months can be a lifetime of change. It can do a lot to a person. Someone can quit their job and start a new one. They can move across the country or the world. 
They can buy a new car or a new house or find a new softball team to play on. They can rearrange their office, their bedroom, all the books on their bookshelf. They can find a new hobby, discover a new artist, read a new book. They can find someone new to love and to hold. A few months can be enough to heal a broken, messy heart and start again. But sometimes, a few months is not enough. They say you can hear your heart the loudest at night. The beats pulsate through your chest as you stare at the ceiling above. It's so loud, you can hear the splitting and the breaking, as though the pain might just be big enough to swallow you. They say it hurts more at four in the morning when you have tossed and turned all night and your face is stained with tears. But sometimes it's nine in the morning and you are sitting in rush hour traffic and a song comes over the radio and it still has the same beat that matched their smile and the same lyrics that will always remind you of them. And you wind down the window for air, but you smell cinnamon, the same as their hair. And it's enough to make you miss them so much you barely notice the light turn green. A few months might not always be enough, but it adds up over time. And suddenly, there are more months behind having loved and having lost. And you realize you made it to the other side of the road. Of course, time does not heal all wounds. The wounds always remain. Once you are broken, you are never the same. But you are not seeing the wound for what it is. A wound always becomes a scar. And it's scars that need time to sew together. And as you sew, they bring with them resilience and courage and silver linings. A year ago, I had found an old cabinet in a yard cell with rotted wood, broken handles, stained glass panels cracked, and paint chipping all the way over. Still, I had brought it home, and as I looked at it one day, wondering how I would go about repairing all the many things wrong with it, I wondered what the cabinet had looked like before it met me. Even so, when I sanded it back, took off the stained glass panels, and all the broken handles and removed all the chip paint, the cabinet still stood. It was still sturdy, even standing in front of me completely bare. People are like this. We weather over time, but underneath, at our core, we still hold our dreams, our strengths, a life lived to survive. We empower ourselves by knowing that just because time chips our skin cracks our hearts, and sometimes breaks our morale, that does not mean we don't have the capacity to hold it together underneath. It will always feel easier to push people away, to build walls around our hearts and guard them. It is simple to turn your back and walk in the opposite direction. But we were not made to be simple. We were made to let our stories go into the world, no matter how dark or precarious they may be. The only wrong story is the one never told. The days turned into months, 
in the months into years and I waited for the extraordinary to to arrive on my doorstep. Had I been older back then, maybe a little wiser, I would have known that the extraordinary very rarely shows up out of the blue. It is you, yourself, who makes the extraordinary come to you. A conversation with resilience. One night, right before the holidays, I sat in my car with resilience. The moonlight in their hair made them appear like magic. But I knew resilience was not magic. It would never magically appear whenever I needed it. It had been a hard year. I had lost things I never thought I would lose. And it had taken me all this time to convince resilience to stay with me all through the night. I don't want you to leave, I said. I need you more than ever. Resilience looked at me. I know you have lived with things you wish you hadn't, it said. You have been handed cards you wished you were never dealt. But you have been given these things time and time again because you don't know your own strength. You do not know your own capability. And what if I do now, I replied. If I promise to always know my strength, will the cards be different? Resilience just smiled. Moonlight, light, and feathered. Every card is yours. No matter how light or heavy, it is always meant for you. Strength will always need to be reminded. It hardly seems fair that someone else can undo you. That a total stranger can undo all the work you have done on yourself. With just a comment or a remark. But the most difficult moments of your life are not easily buried with a shovel. You cannot hide all the things that hurt you by simply covering them up with concrete and rubble. But you can learn from them and plant strength in places where strength doesn't often grow. For we often surprise ourselves with all our durability inside having more of it than we ever thought we had known. We are strangers now, but I wonder if we met somewhere on a forgotten highway when the sun was setting and beautiful, looking the way you used to look at me, if you would remember. We were 12 years old, and we believed we could build a time machine. We spent weeks gathering materials and piled them high in the middle of the street. We were so excited at the possibility of going back in time. You could stop your dad from leaving. I could tell mine not to give away the dog. You could redo the trick on your skateboard better and more skilled. I could stop myself from falling and getting the scar now on my knee. But of course, the time machine never worked even if we so desperately wanted it to. Now I wonder if I could go back in time, if I would even want to, even want to at all, knowing how much I've learned and that I am so much stronger from the fall. We we sat cross-legged at the edge of the hill, the taste of summer still on our lips as the night ebbed away and the sun began to rise. 
She leaned against me, staring out into the horizon, and she said, I don't know how to feel beautiful when there are so many out there more beautiful than me. And I replied, Some people find beauty in all the things they own, but this is not the kind of beauty the world deserves to see. The world should know the beauty of always rising to start a day, of putting others before yourself, and always doing our best to find our way. The world should know your strength and honesty to speak for what is right, to always reach for the stars and know love wins every fight. Even if you believe your beauty does not shine in the way you want to see, know that for all the more important reasons, you will always be the most beautiful to me. You will understand the story one day, why it was written in the way that it was written, why it ended the way it ended, and you will go from having had this story as your life, and it was an entire book, to then just a page, to then a sentence, and then it will just be a name. Every now and then, you will think of this name, but the weight of it won't sit so heavily on your heart. You'll hear the name, see the name, think of the name, and that's all it will be. Just the name. If you think of your mind like a closet, you can imagine that each day you rise, you must sort through which thoughts to wear and take you into the world. Even if you choose thoughts that are difficult to carry and uncomfortable to wear, every thought you have exists to remind you that you will survive. For an outfit can always be changed, and so too can a thought. So, if you carry or start your day with difficulty, just remember you can always change to positivity. I cannot pretend to understand how we ended up here, living in a world that teaches us it is important for others to love us than for us to love ourselves. But there is power in the undoing and hope in the unraveling. So we must undo what we were taught and unravel the mistruths that have been spoken. And we must rise to teach a new truth. How you carry yourself, the love you show your body, mind, and soul will always hold more importance than placing your self-worth into the hands of people you don't even know. It was the last day of the year. A year that had felt like a difficult or felt like an entire lifetime. Filled with words that had been difficult to speak in moments that had that I had struggled to carry. But through every step, I had made a promise to myself that when the new sun rose, I would meet the old me by the ocean and I would tell them that I was grateful for all the things they had taught me that year. I would tell them they would always be with me, a reminder of how far I had come I would tell them there was no shame in evolving 
and to trust the process and then moving on. So on the very last day, I did meet them at the point where the shoreline met the sea. And as we stood side by side, watching the new sunrise, I said, hello to a newer me, someone with the strength to continue every path, someone who knew that despite every setback, they would always emerge from the dark. Ashe, amen, aho. That is the end of chapter five with Find Resilience. I hope you enjoyed. The next chapter to be read will be chapter six, Find Love, which will be read on next week. But you have the two chapters. And if you are new, welcome, welcome, welcome. I express gratitude to you and hope that you are enjoying chapter one, two, three, and four, and five so far. Carry that with you this week. Let's just do it. Inhale, exhale. I love you. Stay true. Stay you. Namaste.